taking a bitch in my lap. That completes the order. However you wanna go, do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Yo, what's up? It's Straight Yak. No motherfucking chaser. www.straightyak.com Coming to you every fucking Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Sponsored by the Black Queen Collective. Speaking of Black Queen Collective, we're hosting a fresh new event. We're doing... Sistar Weekends, either Saturday or Sunday's events. Our first event is Saturday, April 23rd, 2016, right here in the District of Columbia. Um, we're doing a bottomless mimosa brunch. We're going to have some vegan options because, of course, I'm vegan. As vegan now. Um... It's going to be popping. We're going to have all of the supplies for people to do vision boards. Um, we're going to have a motivational speech, talk, um, nothing too formal or structured, but definitely functional and forward to get you thinking and in the mood to do better, live better, and be better by my sister, Ashley Robertson. Dr. Robertson is going to be in the house. She's a part of the BQC. Um, also me. And I think my sister Nikolai is going to be blessing us. Um, God willing. The universe is going to align. Um, and most of the BQC is going to be in the house. It's only $26. www.blackqueencollective.com You do not want to miss it. If you have a friend, family, or even a foe that nah, just don't send no foes. I was reaching. Friends, family, or someone you're familiar with in the District of Columbia, please tell them to visit www.blackqueencollective.com and get their ticket because that brunch is going to be popping. If I'm at brunch, it's going to be popping. Like, I'm actually off from work. I'm not going to be working seven whole days. I'm going to be off on Saturday. It's going up and it's going down. Um, I encourage everybody to get with it or get left. Straight Yak every Tuesday. Oh, I got a phone number, y'all. 202-888-4YAK. I don't know what... The, I don't know what the four yak, the exact numbers are, but like literally the number four yak. Work it out on your keypad, on your keypad, 202-888-4YAK. Hit me up, leave me a voicemail, send me a text if you got something on your mind about this week's episode. This week's episode is brought to you indirectly by the baddest bitch and that's Trina and the reason why I say that is because I was introduced to the brother who actually gave me the idea for this particular show Money Mark Diggler slip and slide niggas don't play ha! what you know about it y'all y'all don't remember having that bootleg slip and slide album where it kept saying slip and slide niggas don't play nigga what nigga what anyway if you're not on that you should have been Money Mark Diggler I posed the question on Instagram and I said Yo, what's up? Dating 
2016 is fucked. Yes, no, fucked up in 2016. True or false? So most people said true. And a lot of people, well, a handful of people said some trill shit. Money Mark Diggler was one of the first people that said something that was trill. And he was just like, I think you meant dating in dating is fucking in 2016 and I'm like bruh you're absolutely right not that that's something to brag about but I think that's the reality of the thing and for the last two weeks something that's something on my mind been out here feeling listen something been on my mind and woo baby it's not just straight yet this week I made like a hella henny heavy hen, um, mimosa. Yes, God, honey, this is everything. My grandma Patty sang a song. Um, never mind. I'm not making the connection. It's been a long night. But um, dating is fucked up. Dating is fucking in 2016. And so what's been on my mind in the last two weeks has been like, what happens when I finally transition from dating to actually courting? And what happens when courting becomes engagement and marriage and I actually have a kid? Now, I don't know if it's all going to happen in that order because honestly being married like legally on paper might prevent me from getting like wig um food stamps um daycare assistant i need all of those things because i'm poor i'm poor i'm living in poverty i live in the wash i live in the district of columbia and i don't make a hundred and eight thousand dollars a year I make like half of that. So if it takes 108000 to live comfortably and I'm only making like half of that, that means I'm poor, goddammit. I'm, I'm barely making it out this motherfucker. It costs so much to live in this area. It's, it's ridiculous. But anyway, might not need to be on paper per se, but you know, man, baby, Boo Bay, Nationhood, all of that shit. Nation building, all of that is coming and on the way. And so when I think of this nation that I'm trying to build, and I think of this man that I'm trying to have children with, and when I think of these children, I'm like, what the fuck does dating look like 20 years from now? Like, how will that affect my children? Because... In 2016, what? Netflix and chill, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, there's drinks. There's a whole market catering to this whole Netflix and chill thing, right? So, if we're just Netflixing and chilling now, if that's considered dating, if that's what dating has been reduced to, what the fuck will dating look like for my children? Like, really though, I ran the survey and like hella people. I'm like, dating is fucked up, true or false. True, it's fun, but you never know what to expect. No, I didn't listen. That goes to the point, one of the things that I want to talk about this week. 
dating versus courting, like courtship. And so, you know, I've said publicly before that I want to be courted. And you know why I want to be courted? Because essentially by definition, courting is like a specific type of dating. You know what I mean? Courting means you're dating for a purpose. Like there's a specific goal. You're dating with the intention of being engaged and married to to someone. That's what the fuck I'm on. So I was talking to this guy. Who knows if he follows my shit or my podcast. You know, I blew him off a few times because I told him, yo, I got a podcast to record. Maybe he punched it up. I don't know. But who is he? He's nobody to me. So I say his name, John, right? Dear John, John came at me pretty strong. Um, almost on some, like, basically on some shit like he want a court. He he wants the court princess, right? Who doesn't want to court me? I'm a catch. I make homemade mojitos with the fucking mint that I grew. I'm a catch, okay? So John comes at me pretty strong. He fucked up in the past. He comes back. He's a southern, he's a southern boy. Boom, 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 boom. What y'all know about Frankie Beverly? Good God, southern boy, right? Alabama. So he comes at me pretty strong and he's like, yo, I was really fucked up the way you cut me off and I really was feeling you. I feel this type of way about you. I feel we had this connection. We had all this shit in common and you know, I'm down like both flats for you. And I'm like, okay, John, you you down for me. Cool. He comes, I mean, hard and strong. I mean, the conversations he's having, he's like, if we do this and this, then I could put you on this and add you to my insurance. Courting. He was pretending like he wanted to court. Had he been for real and consistent and honest and not so fucking suspect, I might be murdered right now, y'all. Like, it would have been, it would have went up so quick. Y'all would have been like, damn. Like, three episodes, Black Loud, three episodes ago, Black Loud Brown was like, I'm single and looking for somebody. Uh Uh-huh. Things change. Anyway, courtship, dating with intention of being married. I'm 29. You trying to build this nation or nah? You trying to build a bullshit? What's up? Like, I don't, I don't really get it. Like, and dating is not just sitting up in my room thinking about you or being with you. It's like a whole experience. It's consistency. It's include. It's being inclusive. It's like. Even if it's not courtship, it's still all of those things. Like, be consistent. Be communicative. Dating is fucked up. Like, you know, when I think back to my childhood, like, my childhood was lit. Like, my boyfriends from the past were the shit. Like, I always dated older guys when I was older. I mean, when I was younger. Um, And right now, I'm kind of thinking of it a little bit differently. But I always dated older guys. And, like, 
I just just sitting up on the phone writing letters like ooh baby 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 oh work it on me baby baby I need your L-O-V-E baby baby y'all what y'all know about that Y'all don't know shit about Kilo. Anyway, just, you know, dedicating songs. You had a song back in the day. You wrote letters to each other. Like, we were able to be vulnerable with each other. And it's like, at 29, I'm just kind of looking for and, um, someone to expound on those, you know, Things from the past, like, I want to feel connected. Like, can we sit up and talk on the phone when we not together? And then together, can we just sit there and stare and watch TV and, like, be up underneath each other? Like, I didn't really date like that. I didn't really go out of the house on dates, mainly because... They was older. That wouldn't have been. That wouldn't have been okay. That's how people get locked up. Let me tell y'all a random story. As it have shit to do with dating, because we weren't dating. Um, and that's the. And you know what? No, pause. If we're not dating and we're just fucking, just be clear about that. Just be honest about that, because maybe that's what some of us women want. And for those of us who don't want that, let me know. So I can know how to deal with your ass. Okay, it was cool while it lasted. While I was under the wrong impression. But let me go about my way so I can find somebody who's trying to court me, okay? Anyway, random ass story. Where I was clear that I wasn't dating. He was clear that he wasn't dating. So, (laughs) I think I was like 17 on the cusp of 18. And when I was in high school, I worked at Popeye's, right? So, let me see. This one guy that I'ma just say I met at work, right? Was a, (laughs) he was, (laughs) he used to be a stripper. And he wasn't really my type. He wasn't like tall. And he wasn't like drop dead gorgeous because that was my type at the time. I was like, I wasn't shallow, but like you had to be three, six, nine, damn near dime. I, that's just what I was on. Probably because that one ugly dude hurt my feelings in fucking high school. And I was like, fuck that. You date one peer with his ugly ass and then he fuck you over. So then everybody else, you like, nah, you gotta be three, six, nine, damn near dime. Anyway. So, this guy that I start fucking with, stripper dude, right? I'm not going to tell y'all that today. I lied. I'm going to renege on that whole story because that shit is too deep for the intro. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You'll never know where that stripper story was going, Jesus. Anyway. I was clear then on what it was that I'm doing. But as I get older, the lines are like more blurred, right? And dating is like fucked up. People be having you out here just like 
I don't know. And most people will agree that dating is fucked up. Or more specifically, it's just fucking. Like, why have why have we reduced each other to fuck? Just just the fuck. Why have we done that? Like, why aren't we building like lasting relationships? I look at a lot of my friends who, you know, came from a two parent home. And at this point, their parents have been married like over 30 years. Like, what the fuck? How do we do that when it's like, bro, I'm already 30, basically. And I can't even get niggas to just be clear on what it is. Like, can we bring back courting? Can we bring back dating with a purpose? My mother does this shit so flawlessly. Like, that's the difference between my generation and my parents' generation. Because... I've never like my 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 mother has never been caught in a situationship. You know what I'm saying? Like ever. Ever. And even though my mama had three kids by three like with three different baby daddies and that didn't help her at all, like she still dated. Like I was able to actively watch my mother date and be a mother number one. Wow, you know, she was raising us. But here I am, single, no kids, multiple degrees, multiple jobs, ambitions, hopes, dreams, um, names picked out for my unborn children, you know, shit like that. And I'm struggling. What does that look like for children 20 years from now? How will dating be for my children? Because at this point, everything is reduced to a text message, social media, and maybe the phone. Maybe. Because people don't even talk on the phone like they used to. And I'm guilty of that, because let me tell you, I left my motherfucking headphones at someone's house the other day. And I have talked on the phone for less than five minutes since I did that shit because without them headphones, I can't hear you. But dating is fucked up. And like, yes, I'm a black man said on Instagram when I asked earlier. It's harder than it used to be. No one is trusting anymore. It's become hard to approach women even if you're fully respectable. I simply spoke to a woman while at work the other day. She looked at me directly in my face and turned her head like I wasn't there. I wasn't trying to to get at her. I was only trying to be friendly. Not all women are like that, but if you can't simply say hello, then any other possibility is out of the window. Now see, when that brother said that, I felt his pain, his struggle, because he was just simply trying to speak and be and build community where we speak to each other, we look out for each other, et cetera, et cetera, while at work. And the sister wasn't feeling it. Why? Probably because of previous experiences that she's had with men that have negatively impacted her. And it's like, we're all so hurt, you know? And me and Blackstar talked about this like two episodes ago. 
about how we're so hurt and we continue to endure like trauma every day you know what i'm saying like we like we're exposed to new trauma all the time we're afraid to be open afraid to be vulnerable afraid to just like accept an innocent hello from another black man and i'm not saying i'm not trying to make up an excuse for the sister but i'm saying nine times out of ten that's probably why she gave him that particular response we're so hurt so when you have all of this hurt years decades centuries of just hurt how do we break that down and be vulnerable to one another so much so that we can actually talk and build and dream and hope and believe in each other and date, but more specifically court. You know what I mean? Like when you're younger, that's cool. You're not going to be with that person. Well, that's not true, but there's a great, there's a probability, a possibility that you won't be with that person that you're dating when you're 16. So you're young, have fun. But when you get older, you should focus, you know, your attention on things that are important. And that's building a life with someone else. Like, does anybody really want to be alone in this world? Like, you just want to be alone. Like, you know what? I don't want nobody. I just want to be by myself. And if that's true, that could be a reflection of a hurt person. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dating is fucked up, Joe. Like, how do we fix it? And then I posed another question. Would you date outside of your race? Most people was like, fuck no. Fuck hell no. Hell no. (laughs) I feel like... Almost all the sisters responded like Miss Sophia. Hell no. With the exception of a few. And some of them that said they've tried it, they said they've never done it again. And then you had like some All Lives Matter people dropping in on the conversation. But the consensus amongst people who said that they've tried it and they won't do it again is like because of cultural and identity issues. Like like difference differences they're like i can't you know deal with the world and then come home and try to explain that to someone that does not cannot understand that because they live in a privileged society and like for me oh excuse me oh this meant I just, I don't know. I put too much garnish in. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Don't put that much garnish in your mojitos, family. Take that tip from me. Take that, take that, take that. Dating outside of your race. There's a lot of propaganda with that as well. Like, black women can't find black men because they're all in jail or they're gay in Atlanta or on the down low. That's not true. Oh my God, that's not true. And I just spoke about that when I tried to get Black Star to open up a couple episodes ago about this Peter Pan syndrome that men, and it's not just exclusive to black men. 
but I'm only worried about black men here. Um, this Peter Pan syndrome that brothers have, like never wanting to grow up. Like that's a really big problem. And it's like, yeah, there are a lot of brothers that's locked up. Yeah, there are some, a few brothers that are gay. Um, you can't say it's that many because baby, the homosexual population is not that huge. Anyway, despite conscious quote unquote black people thinking that there's a whole agenda and like a new slew of gay people that's not true um but I'm not here to dispute that or debate that or argue that it just is what it is there's a lot of propaganda that says we can't find men as black women or black men can't find a, a woman, a black woman, because we're all loud with attitudes and blah, 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 blah. Bullshit is what it is. And I'm not judging anybody that dates outside of their race because my ex spouse was a mulatto and mulatto people, mulatto, mulatto lives matter too, okay? And I'm not even trying to be funny. I know I'm going to get a text about that. Sorry, Smooth. I just, I mean, it is what it is. But. <sighs> dating is fucking, man. Why have we reduced it to such? Bring the substance back to dating. Dating lives matter, okay? And it shouldn't just be reduced down to that. But back to the propaganda that is put out about there being a limited number of black men and women that are available out here. Cut the bullshit and let's build bridges to get to the root of the issues, the pain, the hurt, the things that are separating us from each other so that we can build each other up, lift as we climb into these beautiful nations of black people and families and community. Um, We got to get back to that because that's important. Like, you can date outside your race, but why? I mean... Unless you mulatto fam, come on yo. Like Frederick Douglass would have never married that white lady if he didn't have a white daddy. Well, at least according to his logic, because you know Frederick Douglass. Um a jack of all trades, the lion of Anacostia, which is south a part of Southeast DC. Lion of Anacostia, Frederick Douglass came into his freedom because the sister Anna Murray ultimately Anna Douglas who sold his motherfucking freedom outfit gave him the money and the coins and direction to take his ass up from Eastern Shore, Maryland to New York to freedom that black lady did that for him get yourself a black girl damn it that should be a song. I wish I could play that every time I pass the brother with a white chick. Get yourself a black girl, damn it. Get yourself 
five o'clock in the morning. Where you gonna be outside on the corner? You better get yourself a black girl. Get yourself a black girl. Anyway, um, nonchalant. She from DC. What up? Anyway, oh, somebody tell nonchalant that she should come to the Visions brunch with bottomless mimosas. Food, banging food, vegan options as well, because I'm fe- I'm vegan. But we were making vision boards and having a motivational talk by my sister, the doctor, Ashley Nicole. Damn, I put her whole middle name. Robinson. Dr. Robinson. That's all you need to know. Check us out for that brunch. Bottomless mimosas. When I say bottomless, I really mean bottomless. Um, for 26 bucks. And part of the proceeds will go to a community organization slash program. So it's food, fun, fellowship for a fantastic cause. www.theblackqueencollective.com. Tell a friend. April 23rd, it's on a Saturday, it's going down. Basement. Well, it's technically not the basement, but yeah. Anyway, get yourself a black girl. Frederick Douglass, like, his father was white and he made claims that he married one wife for his mother, which was Anna, and the other wife for his father, which was... Her name was Helen. I really don't give a damn. But yeah. Dating, courting. Would you date outside of your race? Another question that I raised. Now this some real shit right here. Y'all got y'all henny out for this? Because I do. You're single until you're married. True or false? So many people have said true. I am so shocked. And when I asked that question, I didn't mean from like a legal standpoint. I meant from your personal standpoint. I'm not talking about them forms that remind you that you lonely as fuck when you get a new job and you're trying to be grateful about all of the advancements and the new money that you're getting. Are you filling out the motherfucker form and they ask you questions like for a beneficiary and all of this other shit in emergency contact and the only person you can put down is your mama and your friend Tony. No disrespect, Tony is a great person to put down for my emergency contact because she makes herself available and she's a pretty dependable person even though she ain't shit. Love you, Tony. Um, But... Those forms make you feel lonely. I'm not talking about those forms. I'm not talking about the shit that you put down on your taxes. And hopefully, when this podcast goes up, it'll be Tuesday, April 12th. Hopefully, your black ass done filed your goddamn taxes and not out here asking for an extension or you wait until the last day. Because black people don't do that. We're late for everything else but our fucking taxes. Why? Because we need that refund. Unless you like bankroll. I don't know what rich black people do. Um, because I'm not rich and black. But yeah. So. I lost my train of thought. Oh, you're single till you're married. True or false? So many people said true. Like, some women responded and they was just true. Like, Miss Visa, I guess that's her name. Miss Visa MasterCard, American Express. Um, 
All of the above. She said, if you're in a relationship, yes. If you sleep, eat, sex in the same house for periods of time, or say that you are both in a relationship, then yes. You don't have to be married. Like, I don't know. Some, You know what? One of my sisters said the trillest shit in this whole motherfucking thing. Like, people were saying cute shit. Like, oh, you know, true, 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 true. That's not real. Because let me tell you something. Um, let me tell you. If I'm in a relationship with you, and you out here telling somebody you single... Unless it's one of them goddamn tax forms or some government document or some shit like that. It's going to be some furniture moving. You hear me? Like furniture. Furniture. Furniture moving. Furniture moving. Like, I just, I wish I could, oh my God, y'all. I wish I could find this motherfucking... Oh, I think I found it. So, no, I didn't find it. But the peaceful black life of love said, false. You're not just going to be cheating until we marry. No, sir. Unless we are both living that polygamous life. I know that's right. Unless we both out here just doing it. You're not single. Fuck that. Like... I don't know. P- different people say it for different reasons. I personally don't think you're single until you're married. Like, I, when I say that shit, I'm being petty. And I'm justifying bullshit actions. I'm just be real. When, I, when I've said that before, like, well, I mean, you know, I'm single until I'm married. Like, I'm excusing my piss poor behavior, even though I'm in a committed relationship to somebody, by saying, you know, I'm single. Not everybody does that. But some people do. A lot of people do. But you know damn well if it was you and your person said that shit, you wouldn't be with the shit. So, Miss Tia Simmons said, the question isn't about faithfulness, it's about singleness. You can be faithful and trust someone all you want. Faithfulness to a person could last for years and years, but you are still single. You are still an entity of your own self, unbound to anyone by legal or spiritual ordinance. It's scary. It's a scary thought because of lack of control. Check out the definition on Merriam-Webster. It's as if some guy with serious trust issues came in and added or having a serious relationship with someone to the end of not married. What is quote-unquote serious? I could seriously decide to live another life without you in it tomorrow and there would be no cause for additional complaint or action unless we have chosen to act as if we were married slash bound and had children or signed legal documents together, housing, etc. Made high-priced investments, which we now have to divide. Now, we are still singular, just with flaring dramatics. That response. I think the best part of that fucking response is you can be out here calling your fucking self single, but you can't be out here 
You can't be in a serious relationship and single. You just can't. And more specifically, what is a serious relationship? Listen, I want to be courted and I want to be engaged and I want to be fucking married. I don't want to be out here like I'm 29. I don't want to be out here describing somebody that I just like that I haven't been with for the last 10 years as my fucking boyfriend. (sighs) Oh, my boyfriend. I left my headphones at my boyfriend's house. No, God. I'm too old for that. What? Anyway, no judgment to old ass people out here with boyfriends and girlfriends. That's just not princesses black thing. It's not. Like, we quote unquote in a serious relationship. Well, maybe I seriously decided to be with somebody fucking else. Like, are we serious? As in moving towards marriage or nah like I don't know this dating shit it's a thin line between love and hate or what they say on my fucking um love um love Jones on that soundtrack they say I'm hopeless like a penny with a hole in it penny with a penny with a penny with a Oh yeah, yeah. I'm hopeless like that song. That shit. I mean, don't you be feeling hopeless as a motherfucker? Whew, my notifications is off the hook right now. Speaking of which, if you feeling this, you got a comment, question, concern, some feedback, 202-888-4 Yak. Text me, call me, leave a message. 24 hours a day, seven whole days. <laughs> I want to hear a word from you. Or, you know, check out my website, www.straightyak.com. You can send an email there. You can always hit me. It goes down in the DMs. It go, it go down in the DMs. Hey, snatch at me that comment if it's cool. Um, I just, yeah. I just, I don't know. I've been thinking about dating all day and courting all day because I'm really like I want to be courted which means I want to date with the intention of being married like you ain't got to murder me today you ain't got to be sure but kind of sure kind of fuck with me on that degree on that level or don't waste my time because the way my biological clock is ticking, I need something in my life. And really what really and truly what I need, what I've been thinking about, like, oh my God, what do I need? I need romance. I want to be romance, y'all. Like, I asked the question on social media. What is romance to you? And what do you consider romantic? I feel like these were some romanticized ideas about romance. I feel like nobody was being all the way trill about their ideas of romance. I could be wrong. I could just be out here living in on on the uh, other side of the game, like romanticizing romance. Maybe that's maybe it's me. But here's the thing, right? A lot of people. I'm gonna read some of these comments. 
Maria Seven in Heart and Soul Conversations. That's romantic to me. I have heart and soul conversations all the time. Everything is coming from my motherfucking heart, so that ain't romance to me. I have deep conversations all the motherfucking time. When you looking for something, you can't find it. <sighs> Might be out here looking for love in all the wrong places. I don't even know. Anyway, and then somebody said deep conversation is sharing music. Sharing music can be like intimate, especially if you go back and forth. Like me and one of my exes used to do that. I wonder if you listen to my podcast still. Hey, boo. From D.C. to Denver. Hi. Um. Anyway. Um, some people, some somebody said the planet Shiro said just each other's understanding and companionship. Mm, I need more than that. Somebody said, and this shit cracked me up. Long walks to a black-owned bank. True, a little black-owned shit. That's that's kind of sexy. Okay. I mean, going somewhere black-owned is like kind of sexy. Like depending on where it is. I like that. I don't. I still don't think that's romance. Somebody said when we share food for physical nourishment or thought for the soul with each other. Um. Yeah. Okay. Simple stuff. Remembering super simple stuff is romantic to me. Okay, girl. I'll give you that. Stimulating each other's mentally, spiritually, and, phys- and physically. It's same exchanging positive energy in different ways. All right. Sharing something special, rather be chilling at the crib, listening to slow jams. Say she wants some Marvin Gaye, Luther Vandross, a little Anita. Yeah, like some Jamie Foxx's from Hennessy is romantic to me. Yes, God, honey. What? <laughs> Give me some Jamie and some Hennessy. I can't even put on. I can't even put on wax. What the fuck that is? And only few would understand. Um. A lot of people say, you know, like conversation. And I guess that's cool, but I'm a I'm a conversative ass person. So that's not really Oh, okay, my boy Jason. Pop off Peter. He said romance is for me and so romance is f- for me and my soul my significant other. Ooh, Lord, the Hennessy. To discover every relationship is dictated by personalities. A previous significant other felt like cooking for me and watching reruns was romance. But another felt like time spent in nature allowed us to connect more. So really romance. So really what is romance? Because I felt that it in both. Okay. That's true. I felt romance in like different type of situations like that one time in Lebanon (laughs) woo that was romantic anyway um high glue some thumb tracks a bottle of sriracha and alcohol I don't know what that's supposed to mean but romance but Romance means different things to different people. But I'm going to tell you what romance means to me. Romance is like... Going on Yelp and researching a really nice restaurant for me to go to. And because you know I'm vegan, 
it being a vegan spot or somewhere that really caters to vegans and has great food. Like, you put thought into that shit. Like, I want to take my bae somewhere nice with this vegan shit. You know, woo woo. That's romantic to me. Like, you thought of me? Thinking of me in small, intimate, and intricate ways is romantic to me. But also, like, romance to me is like going places, doing shit like a picnic, like when it's like perfect weather outside. And if you want to leave a comment, you have a question or you got some shit on your mind you want to say about this episode or any episode or something that I'm saying, 202-888-4YAK. You could text me, leave, call me, leave a voicemail or whatever. And I know probably the first text I'm going to get is, you said you going having a picnic is romantic. Don't you know the history of the word? Picnic? Yes, motherfucker, I do. You want to know why? Because this is Princess Black. Fist up, fight, fucking back. I'm a space age historian. I know all of that shit. I read all them shit, all them narratives, saw all them pictures, all that fucking fucked up fucking ass shit. I know that. I still want a romantic picnic. And if a motherfucker take me down to the National Mall in Washington, D.C. and have a picnic, oh, we gonna do some libations and drum up the spirits of the ancestors out in that motherfucker because I know slave pens used to be on it. And let's have a deep conversation about that and invoke the ancestors and post some Hennessy out for them right there on the National Mall. I'm, I'm with it. That's that, that's that shit I do. Like, I mean, that's romantic to me. Picnics, strolls at night. It could be to the store. It could be around the neighborhood. Like, just me and you. Like, maybe hold my hand a little bit. Not the whole time, because sometimes my hands sweat. But thinking of me, like, making something that I mentioned to you happen. Like, even if I'm like, you know, I want to go camping. And you take me camping, that's romantic. Like, but also, I'm I'm not going to lie and say that I don't waste money sometimes. And I don't have, like, superficial ideas about what romance is. So, like, strawberries dipped in vegan chocolate. They got some vegan chocolate chips at Trader Joe's, FYI. And like champagne or just some hit strawberries and Hennessy and like a nice hotel suite. And see, I'm like the queen of Groupon and FatWallet.com and Hotwire and Priceline, name your price, um, and promo codes. I search 40 days and 40 nights for them shits online. So I'm not talking about spending the whole big dollar friends and family discounts. Yes, God, honey. But I'm a boutique hotel type of chick with the suite, with the stand-up shower and the huge jet spa bathtub on the side so you can do some tricky things type. That's I'm into that type of shit. Like, romance is like that. Some, some romantic shit is like, take me skiing and because i'm of african descent i ain't even really gotta ski take me to the cabin 
so I can look out over at the snow and have me some hot cocoa. Do they have vegan hot cocoa? I don't know. It ain't even gotta be hot, hot Hennessy and maybe some ginger or something. You know, like Hennessy is romantic to me. Just what pour it over it and it's romantic. <laughs> Listen, I've had some of the best times of my life with Hennessy, okay? Don't even have to be with nobody. It could just be me, me, and Hennessy. But dating, back to the topic at hand has really become fucking. And I really wanna know what we're supposed to do about it. As women, we can come together, we can form bond circles and sisterhoods to discuss how we must hold each other to a standard and hold men to a standard that is better than just dating is fucking and kind of transition us out of this whole dating is fucked up in 2016 type of shit. But it has to be something from the brothers too. Like, when do y'all start holding each other accountable for the bogus shit y'all be on? And it just being about sex. Like, I can use all of my energy, my know-how, my creative my creativity and ingenuity into like providing you the ultimate sexual experience. But imagine if I was actually channeling that type of energy into lifting you up into being your partner, into accomplishing goals and helping you reach your dreams. How much better life would be for us all? Like, what's up? We gotta we gotta work this out because this whole dating shit is some shit. We gotta bring back romance. We gotta bring back love. We gotta bring back community. We gotta bring back community that has expectations that are above just this simple shit that a lot of us are going through. And sisters, we gotta work on ourselves too. It's not my it's not my job to really speak out to brothers. I'll have somebody on at another time to speak to y'all about how y'all need to get y'all together. But sisters, we got to get our shit together too because too too often some of us are caught up in our professional lives and our, our goals and our businesses and ambition, you know, like all of that, that we feel like I'm going to just keep doing this and not fuck men, but our focus shifts from that. But our strength is in family. Our strength is in building community and villages in a tribe. Um, and not everybody is fit to, you know, have children, etc., etc. But but don't nobody want to be alone. And we gotta stop living like that's okay. 
And we have to stop being afraid to say, this is not okay. And we have to expect more and do more and be more. And it's like, I know we're everything, but as black women, we have to do more. Who said that? I'm reading this book right now. I'm gonna grab it. Cause I know some of y'all, if you didn't see it on my Instagram, you may want to pick it up. It's called Pioneering Black Women Educators and Activists in the Jim Crow South, A Forgotten Sisterhood by Audrey Thomas McCluskey. In the very beginning of this book, chapter one, Mary Church Terrell said, we have to do more than other women. And she meant, as black women, we have to do more than other women. We got to stop pretending that this shit is okay. It's not okay. We have to be vulnerable and trusting of one another to have these conversations to push, you know, this whole situation forward. Because dating is fucking right now. And we have to shift shit from there. Because as women... We are the true leaders. And brothers, next time or somewhere in the near future, I'm going to have my brother, um, Mr. 228, um, who has a wondrous product that I use every day, every day, called Nostalgia. And Nostalgia is the shit. I'm actually finna order... Um, the guy that I'm feeling some kind of way about at the current moment. Um, I want to slather him down in nostalgia. Um, <laughs> actually, at this exact moment, why? Because that's what Hennessy does to me. But nostalgia, N O S T A L J A underscore nostalgia. Organic, pure formula of unrefined elements, great for all hair and skin types. And it's handmade by my boy, Mr. 228. And that is nostalgia. I'll probably be doing some posts or whatever. He's going to be on with me again. We did an episode, um, relationships, situationships, and desperationships um, some time ago. And he was supposed to join me, but he's busy working, making those products that you should order and check out. And review because he appreciates feedback and I wouldn't send you down the road also let me take a minute and shout out before I get out of this motherfucker um one of this week's sponsors and they don't even know it but they are sponsoring this episode um Hillman shirts Hillman as in like Hillman College H-I-L-L-M-A-N shirts check them out on Instagram they have some really dope ass shirts I actually just got to I'll post them up um soon so you can see them I should wear them um one of them I'm probably gonna wear this weekend um and it's this Mur, um, Murray and Burry shirt mirror, for Mayor in 1986. Yeah, I'm bitch. Get into that crib. And then they got this dope-ass Shirley Chisholm for President 1972 Unbought and Unfucking Boss, which is a good book, by the way. Uh, another shit that you could pick up and read. Um, until next time, ladies and gents, please act like you got some sense.
Peace.